In this episode, we're talking podcasting. Get excited because this is Tiny Leaves. Big change. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaves. Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and in this episode, uh, we're taking kind of a different approach here. You guys obviously know me from this podcast, Tiny Leaves, Big Changes. Uh, I got into podcasting roughly five years ago, and it has absolutely changed everything about my life. It's allowed me to accomplish major goals that I've always wanted to accomplish, but quite honestly, wasn't sure how that was going to happen. Uh, it's introduced me to some of my best friends. It's uh, given me so much in terms of confidence, the ability to to speak on a stage, the ability to uh, present an idea clearly, uh, and and just so much in the way of peace. And I know that's a, a weird direction to take this, but you would be shocked at how much peace of mind I feel at the end of the day when I know that I turned on the microphone and I left it all on the field. When I shared my ideas with the world, it gives me that peace of mind that many of us are missing. And naturally, many of you have asked me, how do I get into podcasting? How, do, how, how can you get that peace of mind? How can you share your ideas and build an audience around it and maybe turn that into a business, maybe help uh, support your coaching business that you already have. But at the very, very beginning of it, how do you just get your voice out there? Now, I've shared my views on this subject. I've shared my approach to this subject, but I always like to bring on diverse voices. And that's why I have Brittany Felix on the show. Brittany is a podcast coach for coaches. She works with coaches to help make sure that their message is heard, that their voice is heard, and that people all around the world can understand who they are, choose to work with them or not, but more importantly, connect with their brand and their message and the movement that they're trying to begin. So I'm going to let her take over the intro of herself. But first, Brittany, how are you doing today? I am doing fantastic. I'm really excited to finally get the chance to connect with you. I know we've kind of been uh, on each other's radar peripherally on Facebook, but this is the first time we're actually speaking. So I'm, I'm really excited for this. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited as well. Uh, for the audience, uh, why don't you just give us a little bit more about who you are, what you currently do, uh, and then we'll jump into some of the more specifics of, of how we can learn from you. Yeah, so... My story actually kind of starts off the same way as yours, except instead of five years ago, I was introduced to podcasting three years ago. Um, almost exactly. It was October of 2015. I was in a corporate job. I was absolutely miserable. It was soul sucking. I did not feel peace at the end of every day. I felt dread for the next day to come. I did not want to set foot in another office building. And I found an influencer online who talked all about not settling for a life you don't love. And I resonated with it immediately. And she had a podcast. So I figured it was time to finally learn what the heck a podcast was. Up until that point, I had assumed like most people that you had to have an iPhone, wasn't really sure how to listen. But I figured it all out. And within two months, I was hooked and decided to start one of my own. The decision to start that podcast 
same as you absolutely changed my life. It eventually led to editing podcasts for other people, which turned into a full-time business. Um, I've actually been full-time in it for a little over two years now. And I've transitioned now into more of a consulting role and helping people, specifically coaches and consultants, start a podcast because I firmly believe that no one should settle for a life they don't love. Everybody should have a life that they are excited to wake up and live every day. And the role that coaches play in that is monumental. And I'm not necessarily someone who can inspire inspiration and motivation and action. There are other people who are much more charismatic that can do that. So I like working with them kind of more behind the scenes so that they, as you said, can get their voice and their message into the world in front of more people. So I do that by helping them literally get their voice out there in front of more people (laughs) by starting a podcast. I love that. And that there's actually something in there that uh, before we jump into the specifics of podcasting, I want to pull out. Uh, So you mentioned that uh, you know that uh, maybe you aren't the charismatic person who can inspire and motivate other people to uh, go, I don't know, live their best life. Um, How did you, uh, I guess, realize that? How did you identify that in yourself? Um, And once you did, was it just okay, cool, I accept that? Or was there a process you needed to personally go through to be okay with that? And I ask because uh, this idea of, of betting on your strength and understanding who you are is ridiculously important, as you and I both know. But there's so many people listening that want to be a certain thing and aren't willing to accept what they actually are. So how did you come to that? I think, honestly, it was just really a matter of understanding what I what I enjoy doing, really. And if I enjoy doing it, that means I'm probably good at it. If I don't enjoy something, it's probably because I'm not that great at it. And so I just took a look at the parts of my business that I really enjoyed and the parts that I didn't enjoy so much. The parts that I didn't enjoy, as oddly as it seems considering my entire childhood, I thought I was going to grow up to be an actress. I didn't really like necessarily being in the spotlight. I chose to podcast for a reason. I don't want to have to do my hair and makeup every day. I don't want to be on video. (laughs) I want to be in the background. And that just transferred over into realizing that I'm not going to necessarily be a huge influencer, um, but I can support the people who are. So I'm not going to be the next Marie Forleo or Amy Porterfield. And I'm totally okay with that. And as you said, it plays to my strength of really allowing me to design my day in a way that I actually enjoy. If I had to get up every day and spend an hour doing my hair and makeup to get in front of a camera to then do Facebook Lives, I wouldn't enjoy that. It just wouldn't be something that I would be excited to do. So yeah, taking a look at what I actually enjoyed in my in my business and my life and then really transferring that over into you know what that looked like on a day-to-day basis and the activities that I did specifically for my business. Love it. Um, Okay, so let's get practical here. Uh, For the people listening, which I know there are many of, just based on my my Instagram DMs, there are a ton (laughs) of people listening that specifically want to help other people uh, improve the quality of their lives, whether it's in their fitness, their nutrition, their finances, uh, whatever it is. They want to take the thing they are good at or have experience in and help other people to improve that area of their life. Uh, Why should they even be thinking about a podcast? Why should they start one? 
Well, the fantastic thing about a podcast is that I firmly believe, and I have the suspicion that you would probably agree with me, is that it is hands down the best platform to build that all important no like and trust factor that we hear about so much. With a blog, yes, you can connect people with people, you can be consistent. But at the end of the day, it's still just somebody reading in their own environment by themselves. And with a podcast, you are literally in their ear and you're with them in their day-to-day activities. You become like a friend to them. You are with them when they're working out. You're with them when they're cleaning. You're with them when they're walking their dog, when they're driving to and from the job that makes them so miserable. You are just a part of their daily life in a way that no other platform allows. Not even Facebook Lives, you know, not YouTube channels, all of those things. They have to sit and watch you and they can't really go about the rest of their life. So when you're on that journey with them throughout their day, they feel like even though they've never talked to you before, that they're connected with you. And that forms a much, much larger bond than any other type of medium, which is really the most important thing for getting someone to actually want to hire you. That's a great answer. And, and for those who maybe aren't familiar, uh, could you just break down for us what the know, like, and trust is? Yeah, absolutely. So the know, like, and trust is essentially the equivalent of if your friend recommends something to you. So you could have 10 complete strangers, you know, say, hey, check out this new show on Netflix. It's amazing. And you'd be like, okay, yeah, sure. I don't really know anything about it. Whatever. Maybe I'll check it out one day. But if your best friend comes up to you and says, oh my God, I just watched this. It is absolutely amazing. You're going to love this you have to watch it right now. You're like, okay, yeah, I'll go home and I will add that to my playlist tonight. So there's a whole different mindset that comes along with that. If you really trust the person who is recommending something to you or giving you advice, you're going to absolutely follow that more than somebody who you're not familiar with. And so the no like, and trust factor when it comes to a coaching business is essentially the same thing. You are in quote unquote, their best friend for whatever it is that you're speaking about. So if you are helping them on a weight loss journey or just to get in better shape, they're going to trust you over, you know, some article they read in a magazine from somebody they've never heard of before. So instantly they kind of take whatever you say as truth. They believe you, they trust you. So when it comes time for them to, you know, hand over their money to actually purchase a course or a service or hire a coach, there's just no question. You're instantly the person they go to. They don't have to do any research, nothing. It's just without a doubt, you're their go-to person. So many of you listening to this show have told me that uh, you struggle to find the time to read more. You struggle to find the time to develop yourself, to learn new skills. And ultimately, you just want to be able to move forward in your life, acquire uh, the ability to make changes in certain areas. And, And a lot of that comes from knowledge that you just don't have the time to gain. Well, I've got really good news for you because there is a secret tool that many of the uh, the elites in this world are using to find that time. And I'm going to blow the lid off of it right now. Are you ready? It's called Blinkist. Blinkist is the only app that takes the best key takeaways, the need-to-know information from thousands of nonfiction books, and condenses them down into just 15 minutes so you can read them or listen to them. Now, I, I like Blinkist for this exact reason. Here's the thing. Like, 
I'm super busy between this podcast, my business, uh, trying to to build you know a regular life as a, a real human being, um, trying to spend time with my family, uh, building this business and actually two other businesses at the same time. There is a lot going on, but unless I am constantly learning and reading and improving myself, I'm not going to be able to keep up either in my personal life or my professional life. I will not be able to keep up if I don't keep learning. Blinkist, however, makes it really easy to do that. It's made for busy people like you and me who want to get the main points of the books that they have wanted to read for a while. Maybe it's been sitting on your to-do list for a little while now. I definitely have that. Um, they've, they've been sitting there and you're just like, you know what, what if I could just get the main points of it without reading the entire book? Well, that is what Blinkist is designed to do. And with the audio feature, you can actually listen to it the same way you listen to this podcast. So instead of spending 10 hours listening to a full audiobook, you can spend 15 minutes listening to Blinkist's version and get all the key takeaways to then be able to execute on it in your life. That's kind of cool, right? Like you you really can't uh, be too mad at that. Now, I recently used Blinkist to read a couple of books. Uh, the first was um, The uh, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey. So that, that was an interesting one that it's been on my to, uh, list for years. I mean, you guys know this is like a classic of the productivity space, but um, I, I just have never prioritized. And then finally, once I got Plinkist, I decided, you know what, I'm going to do this. And it was good. It was a really good book. I, I enjoyed it. And I highly recommend uh, using the, the Blinkist version of it. Um, and that'll help you decide if you even want to pick up the full thing. But but I thoroughly enjoyed it. Another book that I recently read with it was Thinking Fast and Slow by Daniel Kahneman. Uh, it's all about the two systems, the two ways that the brain works. And you guys know I love like psychology and neuroscience and all that stuff. So that was a really, really great read as well. Something to sort of expand the way that I think about my own mind and my own decisions uh, and, and helping me to sort of think deeper on my day-to-day life and in my day-to-day journey. Um, So with all that said, if you want to jump in on this, if you want to join uh, the the people that are utilizing Blinkist to read more, to learn more, to keep moving forward, you can get a special offer just for Tiny Leaps listeners. Just head over to Blinkist.com slash Tiny Leaps to start your free seven-day trial. That's Blinkist, spelled B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T. Blinkist.com slash Tiny Leaps to start your free seven-day trial. That's Blinkist.com slash Tiny Leaps leaps. Uh, we we want to get our message out. We want to connect with people in a deep way and sort of have that that relationship with them that, that comes from uh, being close to them and, and sort of being in their world. Um, what is the first step? How do we go from, cool, I want to start a podcast to, great, now I'm in iTunes and, and so on and so forth. Like, What is the, that first tiny thing that we should be thinking about? 
Well, making the decision in the first place and then just taking that first action, no matter what that action is, is extremely important. So often I see people who say they want to start a podcast. I'm going to start a podcast. They'll even make that declaration. And then a year goes by and they still don't have a podcast. And it's because the entire process seems incredibly overwhelming. It's intimidating. It involves new technology that you're probably not familiar with. And you see all these people on you know places like iTunes slash Apple Podcasts. And it just seems so unattainable. I mean, celebrities are on there. How can I be on there? And so just taking a small action, even if it's deciding what the name of your podcast is, even if it's having a logo created, even if it's picking out the music you would want in your show, taking those daily small actions will eventually get you to your goal without it seeing, seeming quite so overwhelming. And then of course, there are people that you can hire and tons and tons of courses out there that you can take that will help break down what each of those steps are if you, you know, don't know and you don't have days or weeks or months to spend researching everything. Got it. Yep. Absolutely love that. And it's funny because uh, so much of, of regardless of the goal, so whether it's to start a podcast or to get in shape or, or whatever it is, that, that whatever goal people might be tackling, it, it always seems like things start from this mental place of, okay, cool. You just need to make a decision and, and commit to doing the next thing, regardless of what that next thing is. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's funny to hear that sort of taking that root in the podcasting world as well. Yeah. As with everything, if you go into it and you're only thinking about the end goal, the objective at the end, the major, you know, this podcast that you want to have at the end of it, it seems so huge and insurmountable. But if all you do on your to-do list today is to just decide on the name, that's definitely doable. And so if you just do one task a day, eventually you're going to have a podcast. Is it going to take longer than if you could sit and devote an entire week to just creating this podcast? Sure. But you're still going to get to the goal at the end, as opposed to if you never take any action, no matter how small, it'll be a year later and you still won't have a podcast. Got it. Got it. Um, Okay. So uh, let's say that that is the challenge then. Uh, Today, we're going to decide on the name. Tomorrow, we're maybe going to figure out content. Um, How should we go about identifying sort of how the or rather what type of content we're creating, whether the show is interview or solo? Um, Like how can you give us some thoughts on, on how to navigate that side of things? Yeah, absolutely. So I think most people go into it having a rough idea of at least what they prefer listening to. So if you find that you tend to listen to interview shows, it's because you like getting all of those different viewpoints. If you find that you prefer listening to shows that have just one host and it's only them talking, you want that deeper one-on-one connection. And so that should transfer over into your podcast. Now, even if you decide to do interviews, and this is something I tell all of my clients because no one ever thinks about this, the purpose of a podcast, if you're a coach and you're using this as part of your business, is to connect with your audience. It's to sell yourself. So if you constantly have guests on, you're highlighting them. And yes, you are indirectly seen as the expert because you're bringing them other experts, but they still don't get that chance to connect with you. So even if you decide to do an interview show, because that's something that seems fun to you, you like the networking aspect of it, you want to grow your community as far as you know colleagues and other people in your industry, which is a fantastic thing to do you still want to incorporate that solo segment. So even if it's just like a five or 10 minute recap segment at the end of every interview, where you highlight your thoughts about what the guest said, that still allows that little bit of that bond so that they can get to know you. If my clients are okay with it, I actually recommend rotating between interview and solo episodes. 
So you still want to have that direct one-on-one segment or show where you are speaking to your listener as if they are just one person sitting right in front of you. And again, it just comes down to when deciding which route you want to go, which one you prefer. And if you're going to be doing interviews, those do take considerably more time uh, because you have to reach out to the guests, find them, vet them, get the interview scheduled, actually conduct them, follow up with them afterwards, let them know the interview's live, ask them to share it, those kinds of things. So interviews are going to take more work and more time, but they can also grow your network. Perfect. Perfect. Um, Well, something that I know people uh, have gotten stuck on and will definitely continue to get stuck on is this idea of, uh, okay, Brittany, it's cool. Like, yeah, these are the things I like listening to. And, and it's, I understand that I need to, uh, insert my own voice into it. Uh, but what's the best way? Um, and, and that question I find holds people back the most. So I, I need to hear it from you, uh, once and for all, is there a best way to do a podcast? I'm actually really glad you brought this up because when it comes to podcasting, this question or variation of it comes up so often. What's the best day to release? What's the best time of day? Should I do interview or solo? How long should my episodes be? There are so many like what's the best practice. And this may not be the answer that people want to hear, but the answer that every single one of these questions can boil down to is whatever works best for you as the host. So one of the absolute most important things about doing a podcast is that you are consistent with it. You could have amazing content, you could have incredible guests, but if you sporadically release episodes or you blitz and release 12 episodes in two weeks, and then you disappear for a few months because you're burnt out, you're not going to grow your audience. People are not going to connect with you. And most importantly, they're not going to trust you. So if you find doing interviews is just too much work and it's hard for you to maintain... Do solo episodes if that's what keeps you consistent. Same for what day you should release on, how long the episode should be. All of those things, it all boils down to whatever is going to work best for you so that you don't get burnt out and you can stay consistent with your publishing schedule. Absolutely. And I mean, just to insert my own story here, uh, many of you listening to the show, at least the people who uh, were around in the very beginning, um, you know that for the first year of the show, I, I didn't do a single guest Um, And that's sort of what people think about when they hear, oh, you have a podcast. Well, who have you interviewed? Uh, And I I purposefully did that because I did not want to be tied to someone else's schedule. It's only been in the last two years that I've decided to uh, start bringing on guests first, very rarely, and and now much more regularly. Um, But it's funny because I still to this day uh, see that question of, well, can a solo podcast even grow? Like, does that work? And it, it's just interesting because that is, that's the only way I, I even knew how to do it in the beginning. Um, so to Brittany's point, it really is just what works best for you in the situation you're at when you're launching. And um, I would add what is going to, what is going to make it easier for you to start the show? Because if, if, as it was the case with me, if, having to book guests and uh, live around the the schedule they have when you knew that didn't work for you because you're working full time and you can only record between 9 p.m. and 12 a.m. Uh, if having guests is the thing that's going to stop you from launching, then don't have guests so that you can launch. Uh, would, would you agree with that? 100%. Absolutely. I mean, 
the idea of doing a, a guest interview is one of the most intimidating parts to the whole process. So if you can eliminate, eliminate that right off the bat and just say, I'm going to do solo episodes to start. And as I get more comfortable with the basics of that, then I can you know introduce these other things like guests. That's a fantastic way to go about doing it. And similar to you, my, so this is technically my third podcast, the one that I have now. And I launched it in February of this year. So 2018 um, is as, as of when we're recording this. And I'm only just starting to conduct interviews to bring onto the show uh, in 2019. So same as you all have gone almost a full year of releasing, you know, basically just solo episodes. Uh, because that's, again, how I prefer to do it. And even once I start introducing guests, I'm only going to do it biweekly. Mm. Because I very, very similarly don't like the idea of being tied down to uh, someone else's schedule. And I wanted to become an entrepreneur for a reason. And part of that was so that my day could be whatever I wanted it to be. And again, if I have to go off of, well, I have, you know, this interview scheduled at this day, so I have to plan my entire day around it, uh, which I don't mind doing occasionally. But if I had a only interview show, I would be doing that constantly. So right. yes, absolutely. Whatever works best with your schedule and whatever will just help you get started. So let's uh, tell us a little bit about your first show ever, um, because I, that process, like now you're a pro uh, and and you could probably take a show from idea to iTunes in less than 10 days, which I know that's the thing that is so intimidating for so, for so many people. Um, but I find it hard to connect with because I've done it so many times at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd love to hear about what it was like doing your first show, how long it took, uh, how much research you had to do, and, and just how you had to figure everything out. And, and were there any resources you used to do that? Yes. So I actually, back in 2015, I used a course that is still in existence today. Um, It's not necessarily one I would recommend, so I don't want to mention what it is. But even though I don't feel that it's the best course available now, I absolutely 100% credit it with me having a podcast because I was able to go through this course and it was good enough that it got me a podcast within, let's see, I signed up for that course, I believe in November and I was launched beginning of February. So it took just a few months to go through it. But the thing about that is I tend to be a little bit obsessive when I'm excited about a project. It's what I focus on. Now, at the same time, I was working a full-time corporate job and we were remodeling our house because we wanted to sell it and travel. So I had a lot of things going on but I still was able to manage getting this podcast out there in just a few months. And with my existing clients, I tell them right now, uh, you know, when they work with me one-on-one that 60 days is a pretty good time period. If you're working with somebody who can tell you exactly what you should be working on and give you the tools you need to do that while still running a business full time and having a life and a family, uh, without feeling stressed and overwhelmed. But yes, I've had some people who have launched a podcast um, as quickly as two weeks because it was able to be their sole focus. So it's really just a matter of how much you can devote to it. And that first podcast um, was a lot of trial and error, really. I mean, I go back now and because it's still available, it's out there. It's called Living Unconventionally. I interviewed people who were living my dream lifestyle of traveling full time. And I documented my journey of going out of corporate and traveling. Um, and I cringe when I go back and listen to it now. But in a way, it's fine because it shows me how far I've come. And it's a good way to validate everything that seems so normal to me now. Everything that seems so commonplace and basic. I had no idea back then. And so it just shows me how far I've come. But yeah, I mean, it's 
it's what changed my life. I actually sold that podcast earlier this year um, to somebody else. And the journey of just doing all of that was was huge for me. I mean, it, I would not have my own business today, which I've tried doing for years and years and years. I would not have been able to travel. All of these things just because I you know, decided to start that first one and I didn't let anything stop me when I was going through the, the process. I absolutely love that. And now, if I understand correctly, uh, you're sort of bringing things full circle and launching your own course on the, the subject, right? I am actually, yes. So beginning of February, my own course, which is how to start a podcast for your coaching business, will be launching. And it's going to be exactly what I take all my one-on-one clients through, uh, but obviously a lot cheaper because it's in an online course form. So it's really good for people who are in the beginning stages of their business. Maybe they have a couple of clients, uh, but they're really not sure how to grow and scale it and and get in front of more people. And so this course is really going to help them take them through the entire process from deciding I want a podcast to actually having one out there that they can start promoting. So where can we go to learn more about that? And uh, uh, well, let yeah, where can we go to learn more about that? So you can go to either my website, which is podcastingforcoaches.com and it'll be featured on there. Or you can go to pfccourse.com and that'll take you right directly to the course. Okay. So podcastingforcoaches.com or pfccourse.com. Okay. So I I do have one more question for you, but first, uh, where else can we connect with you? Where can we uh, sort of start a conversation if we want to go a little bit deeper and get to know you a little bit more? So the hands down best place to do that would be inside my Facebook community, which is Podcasting for Coaches community. And it's linked everywhere on my website, but it's a fairly new community. So right now there's not that many people in it because I've, I've just recently launched it, which means the people who are in it are getting incredible attention from me. I mean, they, they are my sole focus in that group. So if they have questions, feedback, anything like that, I am there 100% to support those people. Beautiful. Uh, and you can find the links to that on podcastingforcoaches.com or just search podcasting for coaches on Facebook. Uh, so last question for you then is, um, and this, this is kind of a funny one that I've been thinking about for a little while. Uh, do you ever, now that you're three years in, uh, however many launches under your belt, uh, do you ever regret getting into podcasting or feel any kind of, of negative uh, emotions towards it? Not for a single second. I cannot express how much I absolutely love this medium, both as a consumer and a service provider. It's it's my favorite. <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> and I I mean, I get to be paid to listen to podcasts all day. Who doesn't love that? <laughs> no, I, I love that answer. The reason I ask is um, I, I think it's it's one of those things where even if I were to ever get out of podcasting, whether as a service provider or as a podcaster, which I don't necessarily see happening, but even if I were ever to say, okay, I'm done with this, I don't think I could ever regret doing it. Uh, the experiences that I've gained from it, the skills that I've been able to gain from it, and and the uh, the connection to my community that I've been able to gain have been so incredibly valuable. And, and so for those of you listening, the reason I bring this up is even if you're not sure, even if you are, well, I kind of want a podcast, but would I like it? Even if you're at that stage, I say just go for it because you're talking to two people who have been in the space now for years and neither of us can think of a single reason why we would ever regret having taken that leap. 
Absolutely. That's, yeah, that's exactly how it is. I, even if the podcast bubble bursts, as they keep saying it's going to, which is completely not true and podcasting were to just go away tomorrow, I would be so thankful for every minute of these past three years and for every opportunity it's provided and the connections it's, it's given me. It, it's as cheesy as it sounds. I can't say it enough. It's been life-changing. Absolutely love that. So Brittany, thank you so much for taking the time to share your wisdom with us to uh, inspire some people here. I know you said you're not motivational, but I think you're pretty motivational here uh, to to get off their ass and, and get started with a show that is in the back of their head that maybe they've been thinking about for a while uh, and, and hopefully finally get it started with your help. Thank you so much. Thank you, Greg. This was fantastic. And for those of you listening, Thank you, as always, for your time. Thank you for uh, your energy, your willingness to share both of those with us today. Uh, It always, always makes me feel so incredibly happy to know that there's somebody on the other side listening and and getting uh, something from the content that we put together. So thank you. Uh, If you haven't already, find me on Instagram at Greg Clunas. That is the best place to get in touch with me. Just send me a DM. I respond to pretty much all of them. Um, and, and I'd love to have that conversation. I'd love to go deeper on this topic. Obviously, I've been uh, hosting this show for a while now. I've been hosting many other shows uh, prior to that. And so I'm happy to help in any way that I can. But I urge you to connect with Brittany because she is an absolute rock star in this. I've seen what her clients have said about her and uh, they're happy. So you absolutely should check out podcastingforcoaches.com. Thanks again for taking the time to listen. And remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day. day.